Welcome to the Stories to Tell podcast. And in this episode, I have a very special guest. Not only is she my best friend in the world, but also my amazing wife, Susan Markin. Susan has some great stories to tell in this episode, including some funny incidents while she was in the National Guard, how she responded when I was more than two hours late. That's right, two hours late to our first date, and a bunch more. But our first story will be about the time Susan decided to jump out of an airplane. To like you later in your life, you went ahead and jumped out of an airplane, and you were like, "Oh my gosh, all, all about it!" That was it, like right? the best day of my entire life. <laughs> Why? I'm serious. I don't know if I could ever top that. What was it? What was it about the experience? The whole thing from the <laughs> training, the excitement, the scared, the doing it scared anyway, doing it with my my oldest brother, just the two of us like going through it together. Yeah. Um. I was really scared in the beginning. He he pretended he wasn't. <laughs> Toward the end, you could tell he was getting more scared and I was getting more excited. <laughs> and just the whole thing of climbing out on that wing all by yourself. I mean, it's like you're you are the only one that can stop you at this point. Oh. You know, so you you like I committed to this training, I'm going for it. And I was terrified, but I was also probably more excited than I ever have been. Now, were you sitting? I I saw a video of the plane, and it was one of these. It's a pretty small plane, and there's like what three or four other jumpers in there. You and your brother, a couple others. Just there are three of us. Three of us. And then you were positioned by the door, weren't you? Yes. And then so you're flying up there. You're getting about thousand foot or something. We jumped from three thousand. Dang, three thousand feet. And so when they fling that door open, and you're just like, Susan, you're up. I mean, did your heart just like go? Oh yeah. Or your stomach or whatever they say. Oh yeah. (laughs) When that door flew open, um, I just remember thinking, oh shit. And you could see the look (laughs) on my face was like it went from really excited to like. (laughs) Crap, it's, I'm up. Oh, yeah. And so when you fling your legs out, the wind is like moving your legs. And so you have to like still your body. So that was the first step. You sort of scooted yourself forward a little bit and put your legs out in the wind. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. And then, um, where were your hands? Were they holding on to something? Um, I was hanging on to the door handle at first, but then you have to let go because you have to then. Re- you have to stand on the wing and then reach up for the crossbars on the that's above the wing. Oh. And then and then when your hands are on the bar and holding on, then your feet you just let your feet go and you're hanging, flying. Oh, like a Superman's pose yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Oh and my then gosh. You're looking at the at the pilot and he gives you the thumbs up and you just let go. Wow. And you know, that was like I said, it was probably the most exciting day of my entire life. Wow. 58 years. And I don't, I don't know if I'd do it again. <laughs> <laughs> was it just like one of those one and dones, I accomplished it? and or, yeah, yeah, I think so, because everything went so well. Yeah. I mean, it was like textbook. I mean, I had a blast. My mom could hear me yipping and having laughing in the air. And um, how long did I you... did the like drop and roll when I got? I mean, just textbooked everything. Oh wow! So everything was perfect. I didn't get hurt. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. 
And so I'm just kind of like, would I want to test that myself <laughs> or fade again, break my kneecaps or something? Yeah. Probably not. Oh, well, that's a cool story. I can't, I can't. I, I think most people, right? What do you think percentage of people? This has got to be pretty low that's, you know, willing to jump out of an airplane. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, some people awesome. don't think it's a very smart thing to do, obviously. <laughs> What was the funny thing about that story, though, is we went through uh, six hours of training. Six hours. And then we all walked out of the training class. And this is after we'd seen film after film of <laughs> lines twisted, people crashing, like all this crazy stuff. So we walk out, and the very first jumper we see doesn't do the last step right. She didn't. It's called flare. So you put both your hands down and it and it makes your parachute kind of round oh. and it stop almost stops you midair right before you hit the ground kind and of. then you just float the last like 10 feet oh okay and so when you before you're doing that though you're going like 30 miles an hour wow. in wind wow. and, 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 while you're flying yeah and so she froze mid it just froze and hit the ground and just got drug like 30 or 40 feet down the field. And we were like, oh, my gosh. Like, the ambulances were coming. And we're, <laughs> oh all, my gosh. we're all like, oh, my gosh. We're like, like, time out. No, time out. We're like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to, you know, I felt like I was going to puke. <laughs> oh, my like, gosh. So, so my brother and I and a few other people that were with us, we started standing on the chairs and going like flare and just practicing so that oh my God. when we're in the air and they tell you to flare, your automatic response is going to be to pull your hands down wow. and pull those ropes because <laughs> we're like, I don't want that to happen. Did I think see- that's what scared me into just oh. doing a textbook. Oh. Everything I learned was oh. in my head and I did it. Perfect. Did you see anybody else on the field just say, "Yeah, I'm out of here." They went to their car, dropped their shoot off, didn't I don't even think so. didn't even stop back in the building. You know, <laughs> they were just right to the parking lot. See you later. I don't think so. Yeah. I think we all went for it, but we were all very like maybe pretty serious at that point. We're maybe like, that's okay, what you needed no to see joke. or something. So what happened though? So your brother is in the back of the airplane, right? He's more in the tail kind of, and then he watches you get out onto the wing, and then did did he? tell you anything about what he saw when you got out there or anything? It wasn't what he saw, but it was what he heard. And so the um, when you do a solo jump like that, you, you have a tagline that's hooked to the plane, and the tagline pulls your chute open for you. And so as soon as you let go and within seconds, that tagline opened your chute, and then the line is attached to the plane. Well, he heard this big, like, slam <laughs> of the rope or the line hitting the plane he thought it was me <laughs> oh my so he's gosh. like trying to he's like oh my gosh is she okay is she okay oh my gosh so from somebody crashing and then hearing a bang against the plane as soon right. as you let go oh my gosh yeah i bet it took me a good two days to calm down from that doing that like i was so wired and adrenaline rushed it was just crazy i remember seeing it and i think adrenaline rush is the right thing you brought a video home Mm -hmm. and it turned on when you were i think when the plane was getting near to where they opened the door and you had like a you know you're sort of like a jumper's 
onesie on or whatever you mm-hmm. call them. She don't call them a onesie. And then you had a helmet, right? Didn't she have a helmet on? And then I saw your face. And honestly, it didn't even look like you. It's like your eyes are so big. You're just like, ah, you know, like your face <laughs> and everything. Like, I'm really into this. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a that's a good that's a good story right there. Hardly anybody. I think a lot of people want to wonder what that's really like. So you you've related that pretty good, and it's pretty funny that you would do it again. I think it's one of those amazing things. Like, why do you need to do it again? I did it right. It's exactly. Like, yeah, you get on a conference call and people are like, "So, so uh, tell us something interesting you've done in your life. You got it knocked out for the rest of your life, <laughs> right? Nobody else is going to be able to top that." Yeah. Don't you remember the excitement of first dates? Ah, oh, it's so exciting. Nerve-wracking, too. You're probably getting maybe a new haircut, maybe some new clothes, getting the car washed, double and triple checking the reservations that you made just because you want it to be perfect. I don't think anywhere does it say, you know what's a good idea? Be two hours late to your first date. Because you ended up in the insurance business, right? And so yes. I did too. And so that's yes. that's kind of the how we originally got connected, right? How yes. we kind of met each other. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Um, I was going through, you know, some prep for this, and and you know, you look at different questions you can ask and stuff like that. And one of the ones that is uh, kind of a common question is, "What is your most embarrassing moment in your life?" You know. And so I was thinking about that a little bit. Do you know what one of mine might be? No. Oh. <laughs> well, it has to do when we met in Columbus because on our first date, I showed up two and a half hours late. Oh, that. <laughs> I don't know if that's an embarrassing as much as. Oh. <laughs> as much as. Um, Just being memorable. An idiot. Oh, like, memorable. <laughs> like it was, it was fate. Yeah. T- why, why? I mean, I feel like it was fate because I knew. You were it for me. Like, I knew it. And I wasn't leaving until you got there. And I didn't care if I waited there forever. Like, I knew. I just trusted that something must have come up. And you were going to get there sooner or later. And all my friends were like, you shouldn't wait for him and blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to. See ya later. And it really was about two and a half hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we we were going to meet at a right off High Street there at a Mm -hmm. popular bar that we would go to. Short North Tavern. Oh, that's right. Short North Tavern. I forgot the name. And I I was going to evening school at the time. Right. And it was just one of those things where I just got stuck. And to show our age, it it was pre-cell phone. Exactly. There was no texting. There was no nothing like that. Nope. So when I would get these breaks, I would run down. I think it was like a four-story building. I had to run down to the bottom floor, try to make a payphone call. And it was a pretty popular place. And I'd be like, oh, I'm looking for this young lady, you know. And they, I think some people in there kind of knew you. And it, you could just hear all the noise in the background. It was a packed place. And they were like, yeah, we're not we're not going to go find her and tell her you're going to be on your way. <laughs> so and I did that, I think, three times. Oh, wow. And then, so two and a half hours, and I'm just like, oh man. So I'm, I went for it too. Like, I'm thinking, well, maybe she's still there. And I drove there. I remember just kind of booking it down High Street, you know? And Short North had those glass windows right up That's front. That's where I was. And I went right by, and there you were. And then we just saw you, just locked eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Man, you were all smiling and stuff. Like, yeah, like, yeah I knew yeah. you'd come. <laughs> 30 years later, man. Yep. Life's most embarrassing moments. Everybody's had them. 
Oh, man, they are uncomfortable. But what if your life's embarrassing moments were while you served in the National Guard? Well, I have a really funny, embarrassing moment when I was in the service. There you go. So we all got to do a helicopter ride. And I'm a, I was a platoon leader. And so I led the pack. And so the, when we were waiting on the helicopter, the, um, you know, our sergeant was saying, okay, now when you run up to it, like you have to kind of squat run. You know, like, yeah, keep right. your head down or sort whatever. Sort of crouch or whatever. And so I was like, all right, I got this. Come <laughs> on. Okay, ready? Move out. And we all take off running. Well, I wiped out. <laughs> and, like, three or four people fell over top of me. <laughs> and that was oh, really funny. Oh, man. What did your – who was who was sort of Oh, we your, were dying. And yeah. my, my sergeant just shook his head at me because he knew I was like a klutz. Yeah. Did you have other experiences with him too where he's probably yes. like, oh, that's just Susan or whatever? So before that happened, this is probably the funniest story if I can – do you want me to tell it? Heck yeah. So I grew up shooting guns, right, since I could hold a gun. Six, seven is probably my first clay target I shot. And so when it came to the rifle training, I wasn't intimidated or anything. Heck no, yeah. But my sergeant was intimidating. <laughs> so I was very I was very nervous and wanting to impress him because I'm like, I'm going to kill this target. And it was New Jersey in December, snow, it was oh. freezing. And so the guy, <laughs> the sergeant was on the, the guy on the speaker said, now, just do everything I say exactly as I say it, and we'll get out of here. You're like on a rifle range type. Yes, yeah, so we were all a, lined up big, in a big, long, long line. Okay. <laughs> and my sergeant's walking the line, right? Oh, back okay, and sure, forth. sure. And so the guy on the speaker says, okay, everybody on your knees. So we all get on our knees, and we have, I have my weapon in my hands. You're ready for it. And he says, thrust your weapon forward. <laughs> so I just pitched mine. <laughs> and I... Look around and everybody's down. So I dove down. And of course, my sergeant saw that. Oh, had to be. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. Everybody, in my book that we get, you know, like at the end of basic, I don't know how many people are up, thrust your weapon forward. Like, I was just like concentrating so much on doing exactly what he said. Oh, wow. So I'm like, thrust your weapon forward. So I just pitched it, oh. threw it ahead of me. I thought we were going to dive on it. So I didn't know. <laughs> you were just following orders. I was. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> so between those two, that's probably the most embarrassing. But I have a m many of them, so it'd be hard to pick just one. Thank you to Susan for coming on the show this week, and thank you for listening. Be sure to follow Stories to Tell, as there will be many more episodes coming soon. All the best.